before Google, social media, or IMDb, there were guys behind the counter. They were your window to all things movie, what just came out, and what is and what is not worth your time. Stay tuned as we discuss this week's staff pick, VHS finds, and anything else that may pop up. Welcome to Behind the Counter. We are the guys behind the counter. I'm Kev with Pizza Planet Video. And I'm Kev from Tape Town Video. All right, brother. Let's let's get this going. We've got a lot to talk about today. We do. It's a uh, it, happy Spooktober, man. It's officially Thanks. Spook Month. I love it. I love this time of year. It's like there's Halloween, there's horror movies, there's hoodies, leaves are falling. <laughs> I get to wear scarves and curl up next to a fire with tea. It's just wonderful. Yeah, yeah dude. I, I feel like I have been, like, trying to wish the weather into existence by wearing jeans and a jacket for the last, like, month in, like, 80-degree weather. But it's finally here. Dude, I applaud it's that. It's, it was, like, 90-something degrees in Atlanta up until, like, a day ago. So That's crazy, dude. It was beyond absurd. <laughs> it's slowly been getting colder here. Uh yeah, I mean Nebraska in general. It gets cold pretty quick, so it's been it's been nice though. Leaves are starting to fall, and I feel like the season is upon us, my friend. Nice man. Yeah, I am a huge fall. I love to wear hoodies. Like that's my my thing. Yeah. So every once in a while, in the middle of summer, I'll crank the AC to like negative two just so I can wear a hoodie. Just you know, for, old, <laughs> that's tight. for what I like to call old times' sake. Let's get into tape talk. Let's just jump right in. Yeah, let's do it. All right, man. So. I had a pretty baller week for tapes. Yeah, you had an insane week. Yeah, I'm for tape. pretty excited. Uh, I was showing you some of the tapes before the show, and I learned something very cool, which even made me more excited. Yeah, so I haven't been getting out in the last couple of weeks, but the uh, last two days I got out, and I found a tape called My Boyfriend's Back, which is a great movie. Um, came out like 1993. Yeah. And I was just showing you it, and you were like, hey, do you know that that's a, that's a screener? And I was like, what? And then you went through it, and sure as shit, I got my first ever VHS screener. You did, man. Welcome to Demo City. Oh, I'm excited. So how many screeners do you have now? Oh, man, that's a good question. I, uh, I think maybe close to 10. I got, a, I got a What About Bob screener. I got a Captain Ron. I got Bill and Ted. Um, what else do I have? Man, I got a bunch of them. Now, oh, bushwhack! I got a bushwhack screener. Ooh. Nothing but trouble. You oh, that's see, that's just that's just magic. Yeah. Um. So when you go hunting, do you do you look for screeners, or you just grab a title and then it turns out to be a screener? You know, I've gotten in the habit of even checking, like if I see a bunch of like basic Betty's there or something. If I see like a Home Alone or you know just stuff like that, I always check. Just on the off chance that maybe, who knows, you'll find a screener of an even, like, really common movie. Um, but a lot of people don't super super enjoy screeners because when you're watching it, it has the, like, you know, for promotional use only scroll kind of on the bottom. But I like it. I don't, I don't really mind that it has words. It, it To me, it almost feels like I'm at, like, a video store watching something that they would only have, like, access to. Yeah. If that makes sense. So I'm not going to lie. This is going to, I only put tapes in protective sleeves that you've either made me. Uh, I put prom night because it was a grail. So now my boyfriend's back since it's my first screener is going to go in a protective sleeve. 
Nice. And I'm nice. mostly I do that because I don't have a whole lot of the sleeves. They're hard to come by down here. So I got gotcha. you. Uh, but that was that was one of the big ones I found this week. Uh, another big one that I was super excited and I texted you immediately was nothing but trouble. Yeah, buddy. Oh, dude, I was so excited. I had forgotten about this movie. Um, yeah. Until you told me about it, and then it kind of brought back all these memories. And then I, of course, the, I always say, like, every time you and I talk about a movie, I can never find it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well, you found it, dude. I am super, super excited. I haven't watched this movie in forever. Yeah. So I'm yeah, looking forward that's to That's it. one of uh, one of the movies that we talked about in our like uh, video store memory episodes. Yeah. And yeah. I I can't wait to dive into it. It is definitely in the watch stack for sure. Awesome, dude. Um, awesome. And then the rest, like, uh, you know me, I have a list. I like lists. Um, but none of these were on a list. Found uh, John Cusack's Better Off Dead. It's yeah. not. It's, in, it's one of those 20th Century Fox selections. So not the coolest box, but nonetheless, yeah. I've got the title now. I, I think it came originally. Uh, I think that was a key video release, and it looks cool. It's like a teal key video release, too. Yeah, and I me want that three. bad now. Yeah, me too, man. I like key video. Main, mainly, I feel like key video does a lot of older, older movies, like, you know, Henry Fonda kind of stuff. Um you know, like, yeah, just like old, older actors from like the 50s and 60s. But they do have a good couple ones that they released in the 80s. And they're definitely pretty cool if you can pick them up for sure. Definitely. Um, then just some randos. I found the Money Pit, Tom Hanks' Money Pit. I found Weekend at Bernie's, which. Hey, nice. That was on a list. And I'm super excited to have that. Now I've got to find two because, you know, I do have to have the. If there's a second one, I've got to get it. I got to have the whole complete collection. Yeah. Um, and then I found Mr. Destiny. Um, Is which... that um, Jim Belushi? Yep. Okay. So I've got that now. Nice. Nice. So, I can't remember. I've seen that one. I, I know I've like I've seen it in stores and stuff, but I haven't picked it up. I don't think I've seen this. Uh, it came out in 1990. Um, okay. And I'm kind of to the point now that if it's from the 90s 80s or 90s in a you know that old school looking box i'm just gonna pick it up i've kind yeah. of decided that it's but, a cool touchstone box man yeah it's a sweet box i'll i'll put a picture in the uh i'll put i'll put a picture of all these in the, the instagram feed for the day but yeah that was super cool and another thing i wanted to talk about during tape talk is we all know kev from pizza planet is a huge list guy well i found out Oh, I was just cruising Instagram. I found on a constant rewinders page. Uh, he put this link of the VHS checklist, the 2018 edition. Nice. Uh, now you I put, feel like that deserves some like music. Dude, for real. This is a crazy cool list. Basically it's, um, it would, it looks like it's got like old school ads for like video clubs. It's got, you know, it's basically like Wiz- Wizard, Astral, Key Video, Video Gems, Paragon, Interglobal, you know, Vestron, Midnight Video. It's basically got everything that they released on a, mm-hmm. in a list that most of it has the day- years it was released and then ads from that. Nice. So, That's tight. Oh, yeah. And it's you, you print it out double sided, which I did. And it's beautiful. 
So I just wanted to give a shout out to that. And if you guys want to find this list, I'm going to find the link to it so you can download it. Um, if you want to print it out yourself, cause it's super cool. Something to throw on the shelf. Um, Sweet. Yeah, man. I would love to get, a, uh, get my hands on that. Yeah. It's pretty tight. And I will tell you the link looks a little weird. It's not sketchy. It's just one of those sites <laughs> that it was like a, where they could put it up as a mass download. Oh, I gotcha. You can either sign up to get it quickly or you could do the slow and not give them any of your information. I just did the slow and didn't give them any of my information, but it is super awesome. And nice, I'm going to go through and of course, check yeah. off things that I have. I don't have much from these are a lot of these are, you know, the video stuff that you kind of look for. I have a couple interglobal, but um, I was, super I like ex- those. I like interglobal. Yeah. They look super cool. Um, did, oh, oh, did you ever watch that? Matt, the, um, not Mad Max. What am I saying? Uh, that Mel Gibson one you found that was an interglobal summer city. I have yeah. not yet. It is. It's in the stack. I've had a, busy couple months with the boy so i haven't chiseled down my stack as much as i want to but i am slowly but surely and the downside is i'm adding to my stack so it's yeah like, it's yeah, getting it's, larger it's always the tough part oh uh, but yeah. I, I it's in the i think because it's kind of a murder movie i'm gonna watch it in this this month nice nice dude that's cool so what about you anything anything you've been hunting for or oh. found this week Man, I actually I had a pretty rough week out there hunting. Um, I I probably went to maybe eight or nine places, and uh, there wasn't that much. I found some cool stuff for you, um, which which is great. I found a copy of The Running Man for you on Vestron. Oh, so excited about that! Which, dude, I watched it like two weeks ago. Uh, it wasn't a. I don't think it was the first time I've seen it. It's the first time I watched it since I was like like in its entirety. I think. And man, it's not only one of my favorite like Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. It's one of my favorite movies now. I feel like in general, it it is just it's incredible how good this movie is and how underrated this movie is. It's kind of almost like Hunger Games in a way. Take out the tween side of Hunger Games, and it, and you got a good feel for what it would be like, and add like weird uh, reality TV gladiators. And that would be The Running Man. Yeah, I had totally forgotten about this movie until you talked about it. And then, you know, it's one of those things that was like deep down in my brain. And you sent me the, uh, the trailer and I watched it. And I was like, yes, I'm, I'm excited to get a copy and watch it for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to make a bold statement here. But I feel like Arnold in The Running Man tops his performance in Predator. But it doesn't top T2. I feel like T2 is like his top 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 of the game i don't know if he'll ever you know he yeah i feel like terminator 2 is just it's just the best for arnold stuff but it's uh it's good it's really good man that sounds like an episode to me uh ranking arnold's performances pros and cons and then we we talk amongst ourselves and we discuss yes discuss um what else did I find? I found House Arrest for for you, man. Uh, the Jamie Lee Curtis movie. Oh, and I've been looking for some Jamie Lee Curtis stuff. Prom night got me all amped to get on Jamie Lee Curtis, and because I wanted to find a lot of her like obscure movies that she did, you know. Yeah. Like everybody's got True Lies, but Prom Night, I wanted to find. Um, There's a movie called Virus, which I actually did find uh, this week. Which oh, is yeah. A, which is a really weird. 1990s a tugboat finds a russian ship and there's an alien on it so it's one of those like you gotta have i want to find uh mother's boys which is an old 
Right. But, you know, I, I, when I dive into these things, I get into these obscure movies that are hard as <laughs> crap to find. Yeah. Dude, I found a fish called Wanda for you, but it was like, dude, it's like molded really oh, bad. It had the I, this, white plague. Mold has been trending on our show these last few weeks, man. It, it really has. I think we, we're eventually going to have to bite the dust and do a, a mold setup, at least one of us. Yeah, I think so, man. The white plague is upon us. <laughs> you know, they said they had beaten it a long time ago, but, you know, now I've got to warn the kingdom that it's coming. It's, it's just a whole yeah. lot of work. The white plague. Yeah. Um, I also, dude, two tapes that I had picked up recently were busted. Now, have you ever gotten a tape that you were super excited about, popped it in a VCR, and it just didn't work? I did. I found, remember that Camp Nowhere? Yeah, and that's I, right. Yep. I had texted you. I was like so excited. I popped it in the VCR, and I heard a noise. Like it played for like maybe 10 minutes, and then I heard a, the VCR made a weird noise and then I brought the tape out and I saw the tape inside the window, just all spooled up. (laughs) I was like, well, that's awesome. And I looked, I popped the lid off and it had adhered to the rollers. So it wasn't even moving. It was just pulling at one point. Fuck. That's bad. It's, it's, it breaks your heart. Yeah, it does, man. I, I went to watch uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, I I got a video treasure copy and I got maybe about, uh, I don't know. 10, 15 minutes in, and all of a sudden the vi- the video just went completely black, and I was getting audio, but it was all choppy and fucked up, and so I got my my head cleaner, tried to clean things out, didn't work, and I was like, maybe it's my VCR starting to go, which is an even worse feeling, so then I popped in RoboCop 2 that I got like a few weeks back, dude, that was fucked up too, that just didn't even play, um, like... So those two were a bust. So then I popped in a couple normal tapes, and they all played super, super well. So that's always a bummer. Um, but I guess it is the the risk that you kind of run when you uh, watch movies that are like thirty years old. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> that have been sitting in Jerry's garage for forty five years. That's right. Yeah, under cat dust. So what do you do with the tapes that don't work? Are you going to keep them even though they don't work? Are you going to ditch them? It depends if I want to keep the sleeve. If the sleeve is really good, sometimes I might keep. I mean, because, dude, at, when I go to the bins, you wouldn't believe how many, like, naked tapes I find that are just, like, out and thrown in there. And, dude, I mean, sometimes you find crazy stuff that just doesn't have a sleeve or the sleeve is, like, ripped up to pieces. So, I mean, why not just have a box where I, you know throw a couple extra sleeves in there just in case I run into the naked tape, you know? Okay. So that's exactly what I did. I was like, yeah. I know I'll find another bushwhack or I mean, yeah. sorry, I camp nowhere and it may not have a sleeve. So I'm just going to keep it. Plus I hoard. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. I just can't, I threw the tape away because it was, yeah. it was useless, but I took the sticker off and I placed it in a ceremonial place near some candles. Yeah. It's a little shrine. If you will, it's just a damn shame, man. That's what it is. It is. Shame. Damn shame. Yeah. I, I I may have like burst of energy this episode. Uh for the last like two nights I just haven't like slept. I've had like all nighters for work. And so I'm on something I like to call nerd rage right now. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever played Fallout? I have not. Okay. If you decide to get into R- RPGs, uh you should definitely pick up Fallout and 
there's like an, like an attribute that you can unlock called nerd rage, and that's how I feel whenever it's like I'm exhausted, but man, I'm excited to talk about this at the same time. So I may I may go in and out of like whoa, and then be like, yeah, yeah, that's cool, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen, my friend. Well, I look forward to seeing because I'm super excited about this episode because we decided it's October, so we wanted to start off our first official October episode with our top 10 horror Halloween movies. Yes. And I'm not going to lie, I'm a little self-conscious about my list. I feel like I'm going to get picked apart by the true horror fans out there in this world. (laughs) I feel the same. I'm kind of like, maybe we should just do it now. We should just put up a little disclaimer right now that this is almost like a personal preference. Yeah. I feel personally like I haven't seen, uh, like, like, nearly scratched the surface of all the the horror movies that are out there um i'm I'm like almost enjoying them watching them now um so anything on my list personally is just going to be stuff that i like that feels almost seasonal that's kind of where i'm at these are movies that i watch october month it's just they have to be seen i have same thing for november and december like movies i just watched during those seasons right and then i was never really a huge horror fan i just it wasn't my thing until I started collecting VHS and I got into like older horror. Um, I'm not so yeah, much into the, still into the new stuff. I don't need to see all this, what they, I don't know, torture porn or whatever. I just want to watch crazy slasher films from back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I, yeah, for sure. I feel like that's kind of how my list got laid out. I feel like I'm going to get some shit for my number one, but whatever. No, dude. I mean, that's the thing is this is, this is like total personal preference, <laughs> man. And, it's going to it's going to be great, dude. Like I I totally understand what you're saying though cuz there's some that it's like, man, this is an insane like horror movie, but it doesn't super go at least match the tone. It doesn't feel very Halloweeny, if that makes sense. For sure. Yeah. So I feel like we tried to keep it more Halloween friendly for this list. Definitely more Halloween friendly for sure. Yeah. So let's just jump right in. What so do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Uh I can go first. Um so for what I started off with, for my number 10. So this is also something I was gonna talk about on the show pretty soon. Um so I was born in 90, so that means when I uh I was about 10, maybe eleven when they really started doing a lot of these like Disney original movies. Do you remember any of those on the Disney Channel? Huh. It might have been a little bit older at that point so they so they did a lot of really cool like every month they would launch like a new disney original channel movie and dude i remember most of them super vividly but i've never seen them on tape and so i'm like hunting now hardcore to find these disney channel original movies on tape um that are pretty rare and so my number 10 is one of those and it was a movie in 1997 called under wraps do you know Under Wraps at all? I don't. Okay. So I, I, I don't know why, but I love like mummies. 
I have like like a big thing when it comes to like, hey, what's your favorite like monster? I don't know. I love mummies, and I feel like mummies kind of are underrated in the like in the monster scene. Um, so number ten for me is a movie about some kids that go into this like old mansion and they find a sarcophagus and they basically wake up this like couple thousand year old mummy. But then it almost gets like goofy at the same time. It, it almost is like Harry and the Hendersons with a mummy. Um, and so they're trying to like save this mummy because if he doesn't get back in his sarcophagus before, I think it's like midnight or something, he's gonna like vanish into dust. But they like befriend him. And it's like, it's funny, but it also had really good like production value at the same time, even though it was like, you know, a Disney Channel original movie. And I remember watching it every Halloween as a kid and really enjoying it. And I think I'm going to have to pull it up on YouTube or something uh, to start the year because it's a good one. And I feel like it's been probably close to 20 years since I've seen it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to find this now because I'm super intrigued. It's so. it, Yeah, it's a great one. Um, it's a bit lighter. I liked, I started my list almost on a lighter side before I kind of jumped into more really seasonal kind of stuff. But yeah, what about you, man? What's your, what's your number 10? So when I was making this list, I made this original list and my wife's like, what? I felt like I was trying to make a list that would like make the masses happy. And so I edited it back down and I came up with a movie that my wife and I love that I remember seeing in a drive-in theater in October in back in the day nice. with, with my family. And that movie is the 1995 release of Casper. Oh dude. Yeah. Okay. Great movie. It's just fun. It's, you know, lighthearted. Yeah. And it's just, enjoy- it's, I don't know. I could watch it over and over again. Uh, I like the special effects. Yeah. So I'm pretty we sure with I Casper. had like, like, a, like a crush on Christina Ricci as a kid after that movie. I feel like everybody did because, you know, then she did Adam's family and yeah. So, yeah. Oh, such a good movie. Yeah. It and is great. Casper is my number 10. That's cool, man. I, That's a solid number 10. I, I feel it is too. So I'm going to hop into my number nine. Cause I'm super excited about it. Yeah, do it, dude. Go for it. Um, it was a movie I'd forgotten about for a very long time. And then you found a copy of it and posted it up on tape town, which made me instantly remember and want to find it so bad. And that movie is the frighteners. Oh dude. Great movie with with Michael J. Fox. Yeah. It's more, it's still a lighthearted kind of Halloween horror movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm a huge Michael J. Fox fan. I I found the the copy of it that has the hologram on the front. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's great, man. That's an amazing movie. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, I like the fact that there's friendly ghosts in it. I like the fact that there's not there's yeah. like death comes back and just like marking people. And yeah, Gary Busey is his son is in it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just it's a, it's a very interesting movie because I feel like it's supposed to be set in like New England, but it's actually all filmed in New Zealand. Peter Jackson was just like, ah, fuck it, let's just bring let's just bring all the production over to New Zealand, and so they filmed it uh, somewhere over there. And I think it's the last, I, I want to say it's the last movie he directed before doing Lord of the Rings, before really like settling into that for the next like three, four years, you know? It's up there with one of my favorite Michael J. Foxes. I mean, yeah. of course, you know, you got Teen Wolf and you have Back to the Future and then Frighteners hops in there for me. Yeah. 
So what about you? What's number nine for you? Number nine for me. So I went like, I went like kind of light with under wraps and then I was just like eh, right into it. Um, so number, number nine for me, I kind of, I feel like I tried to pace it this way. Uh, and I did Friday the 13th part two, cause I feel like it is a campy kind of movie. It's almost like end of summer. And then you get right into like fall and Halloween and it's, it's a really good, like, transition almost so that's why it's a little higher higher up on my list um but man it's the first time you see jason Voorhees. like uh i feel like they got a bigger budget for two and it has like one of the craziest like machete hacking scenes of all time when he like hacks that dude in the wheelchair and he falls down all those stairs it still haunts my dreams yeah (laughs) and i don't know i almost in some ways i almost like the like burlap sack better than the hockey mask how do you feel about oh, that? I like it too. I, I just, again, the hockey mask is easier to like market, I guess. You know, yeah. you could, everyone's got them. Right. But like, the sack was just horrifying. Yeah, dude. It was, it was crazy. And yeah, you see like the full face of Jason. I guess you see, you see that in the first one, but he's kind of almost like a kid coming out of a lake. Yeah. In this one, it's like, oh, that's what Jason looks like. And you're like <laughs> waiting for that the whole fucking movie, you know? And again, that's why I like these old, older horror films. It's it's more based on not just all out gore, but this like suspense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. God, it's so good. It's yeah. So good. It's, it's great, man. What about uh okay, so you're number eight. Hit me, dude. Hit me. Uh I went with a new acquisition that I had never seen that uh I kind of got obsessed with, and that was prom night. Okay, nice. Uh I went I went I jumped into pure just horror at this point. Yeah. Um it's good. It's, I don't know, I just enjoy the whole, there's heads on plates. Like, there are, it's just, like, crazy amount of blood. Yeah. And it looks, it's very fake-looking blood. Like, it's not even realistic. Yeah. And it's just, it's so good. It, I don't know, you know, it's got the Scream Queen in it, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. It's just good. And like I said, I'm new to the horror world, so this is one I had to put on there because it was a, a grail for me to find after I started looking into horror that I wanted. Yeah, man. I, I, I get it. Like, I feel like horror stuff set in schools has a special place in my heart for sure one speaking of that one that didn't make the list but almost did was the 90s the faculty okay but i did that was kind of like horror more sci-fi kind of thriller so i was like i was going to give that an honorable mention okay you know yeah and... yeah which i got i think i got like four honorable mentions i'm going to talk about <laughs> Too. yeah I, it, dude it was hard it was like so fucking challenging to narrow down this to oh, 10 yeah. movies and balance that like okay straight up horror movie or like seasonal this is getting me in the mood for halloween kind of deal you know for sure i definitely struggled with that yeah. as well so what's your number eight so number eight for me um I am a big Wes Craven fan. I really like Wes Craven. Uh, and this this is one of those movies that came out very timely. Um, so I would have been 11, I think, when this came out. And it's Scream, the original Scream. And I feel like, like, like I was kind of saying before, I really enjoy horror movies that are set in schools. And, I've, and there's some just great moments in Scream, you know? Like, they're in costumes in the, in the hall of the school. You got... Uh, Jamie Kennedy working at the video store. It's just, it's great. I mean, like, I watched it again, like, uh, my wife had never seen it, so we watched 
we watched it probably I think like a month ago, something like that. And she like she's not super into horror movies, but she loved it. She was like on the edge of her seat. And I, I don't know, it kind of almost borders that horror thriller kind of deal. But at the same time, you got the gore factor that kind of pushes it over the edge into horror. And, you know, you got you got an iconic mask. So I feel like that's that definitely puts it in the horror genre. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like this time of year, I am always in the mood to watch not just Scream 1, but I like 2 and 3. Um, 4, I feel like I only saw once in the theater. I need to give scream four more of a chance but two and three are dude they're great like i felt almost just as into the sequels as i did the first one definitely so this movie came out when i was in high school and i remember like everyone wanting that voice changer box remember that yeah 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 yeah. okay and i also remember because i went to a a catholic high school and they they banned that mask from the school did they right because like people were wearing it, they had it in their lockers, and it was some people were weirded out by it, and then yeah. people were playing with like the voice changer thing. Yep. Again, this is right around the time when cell phones started coming out. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, my school would like had to put out like a, hey, don't wear this mask to school. It's freaking people out. See, that's what I love about it. It was so like self aware as a movie. It was like it was a very it, plausible it knew, thing to happen. Yeah, exactly. Like it knew the things that have come before it and it referenced them, but it was its own standing thing. Like at the same time where like, you know, like you're saying, like kids, kids like fully like went all in with it, like at school and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 I it's got a special, special place this time it, of year for me. It barely squeaked off my list it almost made the list but it was it was pushed down by just one movie yeah and uh when i started collecting vhs scream was one of the ones that i wanted to find so i have scream one and two i haven't been able to find three and four yeah and and i believe there's some variant boxes like where you've got people just their faces on the front of the box not the whole cast or the mask yeah they did oh man i think all the girls at least in the first one uh right i think i have the nev campbell box that's what i have I have I have just the the whole crew box. I don't have any of the the cool boxes, but again, they're always out there when I look, you know. But yeah, I got gotcha. you. Again, one of the one of those many things that just gets shipped to Omaha. Yeah, <laughs> I I should start looking for all of the boxes because that would be fun to have. For sure. Yeah. So my number seven is a movie that I saw. It was one of the first horror movies that I saw as a kid. Um. I saw it at a local pool. I was on the swim team and they did like a lock-in that night. Ooh. Yeah. So everyone was there without their parents. There were chaperones, but like we were, I, God, I think I was probably in fifth, sixth grade when okay. I was on the swim team. And that movie was Halloween. Perfect. Great. Um, yeah. They showed, and I, again, I'm outside. I'm at a pool. Yeah. And they showed this extraordinarily horrifying movie. And I thought you were going to say Jaws at first. I was like, that's fucked up. Right? No, but it, it was. Uh, so <laughs> the next. Swimming kids. <laughs> the next three of my picks were, at, were shown at this lock in. Oh, okay. That's cool. So it was a lot of fun. But Halloween was the first one they showed. And it, again, Jamie Lee Curtis, it is a classic horror film. We, yep. I watch it every Halloween. Yep. It just has to be seen. Unfortunately, I don't have a very cool copy of it. I have yeah. the block. I have the blockbuster release. 
I feel you, man. I don't have a cool copy either. I wish I did. So I am still searching for the the cool copy. But yeah, Halloween. God, it was. It's just such a good fucking movie. Oh my god. Yeah, man. I mean, I feel like it's like the Godfather of a lot of modern uh, slashers. You know, like for sure. uh, I'm sure there was stuff before it, like for sure. But um, it almost like commercialized slasher movies you know definitely definitely so it it i know it comes in low but it's still in my top 10 i watch this every halloween so like it it's definitely one you know one one of my tops for me for sure cool man yeah buddy so what about uh what about you for me uh number seven i actually i went with one of the halloween movies as well i went with halloween three which I really enjoy because it's different um, because there's no Mike Myers. Um, and so I hope I get this right. I like, I think I know somewhat of the history of it. <laughs> John Carpenter, I think originally vis- envisioned having uh, a, a, a bunch of different movies, each set on Halloween with different storylines happening. Um, they did the first two and then they did Halloween three, which is really, it's, it's really fun. Uh, really good one. Where there's this there's this doctor who's basically investigating these this like uh, Halloween mask company and they don't like know why but they're advertising it like a whole lot and like seems like every kid like in the world has one of these masks and so there's a murder that like kind of leads them to this factory come to find out that the 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 guy who runs the factory he is in like this like coven basically and they're trying to like sacrifice like all these children and so they have embedded into each of the like halloween masks are these like little rocks off this like sacred almost like stonehenge rock from i think like ireland or something like that and so at like the strike of like eight o'clock on halloween night when all the kids are wearing the masks it's gonna like like basically like kill them all at the same time. And so the doctors find he finds out about this plan and they're just like trying to stop him. And it's it's it has the same feel, I would say, as the Halloween movies, but it's totally different people. Um it's just it's just a really different entry. And it makes me almost really wish that they would have done a few other Halloween movies like in that universe uh back in the 80s you know like i love i love mike myers and i love i love halloween just wish there would also kind of they would have ventured down that trail maybe a little bit you know yeah for sure no i had no idea so i was like i said not a huge horror guy so when i bought when i got halloween i'd seen halloween but i hadn't seen any past that and so you were like you sent me a copy of halloween three and you're like have you seen it and i was like no i want to watch halloween two before I go and you were like and you explained all this to me and I was like that sounds fucking amazing so it is in the watch stack for uh Halloween night yeah dude it's a great one to watch on Halloween so I'm going to pop my Halloween three cherry on the witching (laughs) on on the day the witching hour and then I'll have to watch some Disney movie to go to bed I I mean like (laughs) I, I would almost argue it fucking raises the stakes more than Mike Myers like they're trying to kill like I don't even know how many kids in their families and like Mike Myers as scary as he is he's taking out like one person at a time you know like yeah he raises the stakes a little bit here no I think yeah. I think this is an amazing movie and I can't wait to dive into it yeah 
Nice. What about you, man? What do you got for uh for six? Number six is same night at the pool lock in. And it was uh it's it's a classic of the childhood of my my eighties raising um and it's Nightmare on Elm Street. Freddy Krueger. Nice, nice. The 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 movie that made me not want to go to sleep ever. <laughs> um, That's craven, man. And I feel like every one of my friends had the Freddy Krueger glove and the the hat and i at least was freddy krueger one time for halloween when i was a kid uh, yep. my mom was not excited about that i feel like she thought i was joining some type of murderous satanic cult <laughs> but i just remember watching this movie this lock-in this is the second horror movie of the night yeah like eating popcorn Man, and they, they, they were just like yeah we're, these kids are not sleeping at night right <laughs> So the chaperones were the older kids, the 18 and up kids on our swim team. Dang, dude. That's awesome. That's, that's an 80s thing. Like, I feel like you wouldn't have that today. Hell no. You'd have to have permission slips. People would be yeah. sued. I yeah. remember being just freaked out beyond belief, but trying to hold it together. Yeah. Because, like, all these kids were like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And I'm just like, yeah, this is fucking amazing. Oh, my yeah. God, I'm so scared. <laughs> because, again <laughs> – we're going to sleep outside on the, the pool chairs, right? Like that's where our sleeping bags are. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> but again, Friday the 13th is a must watch every Halloween for yeah. me. Yeah. It, it, it's great. I actually, I didn't have any Freddy on my list. I'm going to throw a spoiler out there. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. And like uh, I said, no, the no reasons Freddy. these made the list was they were one of the first horror movies that I saw as a kid. Yeah. I and gotcha. they've just been ingrained in my mind ever since as a movie that needs to be watched yeah. during this season. That's cool. Do you have a favorite uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? Uh, the original is my favorite. Um, nice. I like, I ha- like I said, I, I don't remember watching most of them. I don't remember them. I'm, I'm slowly building up my Friday the 13th um, and watching them. Yeah. I know this is going to freak out a bunch of the horror people, but I just, it wasn't a thing I was into. I was more into like comedies and sci-fi. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I haven't seen a lot of the Friday the 13th, but I have seen Friday the 13th multiple times. Yeah, man. Well, we get to watch them all now. Yeah. And it's awesome. It is amazing. And I still have to watch it with a blanket. And I've sometimes put that blanket over my head with just the breathe hole for safety. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> you oh, know, you know what I'm talking about? Like when you get scared, you get under the blanket and then, you know, that's what's, keeping you from being murdered is your blanket and you have that as a kid absolutely man i i literally i was scared of my closet for the first like 10 years of my life and i would literally every every like night i would get up i would check my closet from top to bottom uh (laughs) shut the closet door and then i'd get in bed and i'd be like oh there's nothing to worry about and then all of a sudden about five minutes in, i'd be like fuck there's something in my closet (laughs) and i would have have to have the blanket over like my head and for yeah, for some reason you think it's going to protect you. Of course, it's it's going to protect me. I still believe that to this day, and I can't have you ruining that for me. You yeah. were talking about how you were scared of your closet. So there was a movie that came out. I can't remember the year. Uh, Garbage Pail Kids movie. Yeah, yeah. And in that movie, there's a crocodile that eats big toes. Oh. So after I saw that when I, in the '90s when I was a kid, I did not sleep with my feet outside my bed for I can't tell you how many years because i was worried my big toe would be eaten off by crocodile i mean it's a legit fear dude i think so i mean and if people say it's stupid they're stupid they're stupid i mean i i feel like the only reason i wasn't afraid of underneath the bed is i felt like i had the high ground 
<laughs> I was like, let that fucker peek out here. <laughs> I had the high let ground. Catch my heel. <laughs> oh my but God. but the closet? Oh no, man, he's got the high ground. I'm asleep. I'm laying down. He he could he could easily get me. You know. Oh no, good. All right, dude. So what's your number six, my friend? Oh, uh, number six. Okay, so this this is a movie that it always puts me in the mood for Halloween. Um, it's a vampire flick, which I feel like. Let me take a look. I think this may be my only vampire movie on my list. Yes, it is. So it also it also has a werewolf. Um, but it's it's a great. It's a 1986 movie. Um, amazing fucking practical effects, dude. Like uh, some of the best practical effects I think ever done. And that movie is Fright Night. Have you ever seen Fright Night? I have not. I want to so bad. Dude, it's amazing. Um, basically a vampire moves in like next door. Uh, and, and the kid who's living there, he like, man, it's been a while. I can't even remember how he finds out, but basically he finds out that this dude is like a vampire and he's trying to like tell everybody that, that he's a vampire. Nobody believes him. Like he tells his mom, his mom's like, ah, you're crazy. He tells his girlfriend, she's like, ah, you need to sleep more. You know, like nobody believes him. Um, but he's basically trying to like prove uh, that this that this guy is actually a vampire. And he basically, the vampire finds out that the kid knows and is trying to like blow up his spot. So the vampire's trying to get him and his mom and his girlfriend. And it's just, it's just a great movie, dude. It really captures the like the season uh, of Halloween. I feel like I remember seeing this box at the video store when I was a kid. It was one of those yes. things like you, you always saw, but your parents were like, that's too scary. And yeah, so yeah. I just never jumped into it, but it has made the list to hopefully find one day on VHS. The VHS yep. is definitely like revigorating my love for old school horror. Like it's making me yeah. want to watch the stuff that I wasn't allowed to watch when I was a kid. Yeah, it's dude. I would put this one top of the list. Even if I mean, fuck, dude. Even if you could just go on YouTube and look it up, it's oh. like so worth a watch. You know. So I've been writing down all the ones that you are mentioning that I haven't seen, and they are so. definitely going to be. After the kid goes to bed, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch these sons of bitches with my with my blanket and my popcorn and yep. my, my my stuffed animal <laughs> for protection, bro. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's it's uh I this is one of the ones I struggled. I was like, man, I feel like it should be in my top five, but it it ended up kind of right before that. Right before that top five. And uh, <sighs> coming in at six though, I feel like it's a good good yeah. spot for it. Definitely. But now we're hitting into the top five, and yeah. my number five is Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, the first one? The first one. Nice. So this was the third movie of the night at that lock-in. And truth be told, it's the movie that sent me home. <laughs> you went home? Oh, yeah. Scared the <laughs> oh, living no. shit out of me. Because here's <laughs> why. Okay. It's, it's, you know, it's Jason. You know, camp counselors are stalked by a murderer, unknown assailant. And he comes out of the fucking water. Uh-huh. And I'm sleeping at a fucking pool. <laughs> the pool, like, for real. Let me set the scene. The, we're watching this on a big screen in, like, yeah. the commons area where all, like, you know, the food storage and the tables are. And you have to walk down like five stairs to the lit pool. All the lights are off around the pool, but the pool is lit up. The st- it's, it's probably around I, – I remember my dad getting pissed because he had to come in late. I think it was like 1230 or 1. 
Yeah. There's mist coming off the pool, and they they show us this fucking horrifying movie, <laughs> and I that that put me over the edge. I was like, "That's it, I'm out." I you know I had to go find a fucking phone in the office. I gotta call, go home. Call my dad. I made up a story that my stomach was hurting from all the popcorn and candy they fed us, and I went home and slept with the fucking lights on Dang. because Friday I mean... the thirteenth freaked the shit out of me. By that point, you're like seven or eight hours in. To, right. Uh, and I like, I just, I was like, okay, okay, that, that guy's killing people in homes. We're good. Freddie won't let me sleep. Okay, I'm a little fucked. And then dude comes out of fucking water. I'm sleeping right next to water. I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Camp counselors are getting killed by, and I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Fuck that noise. So the, I would say of the, the trilogies, you know, of, of like the, the movie franchises of Halloween, Nightmare on Elm yep. Street, or Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th is my number one. Then I would go... I I, I did these in, in order of um, the movies on my top 10 as when I saw them at that pool. But right. I would definitely say Halloween and Friday the 13th are my tops. Nightmare on Elm Street yeah. is okay, but it's not one of my tops. I agree, man. I'm, I'm with you there. Like uh, I think that's why Freddie didn't quite quite make my list uh but i feel the same dude like i for me jason Voorhees is top and then mike myers and then freddie uh, yeah for sure as far as you know slasher rate rankings or whatever so all right dude drum roll what is your top five what's your number five okay so number five i was telling you i had to like do a little uh moving around this morning yeah um because i had actually i rewatched this one last night and dude it's great. It's it's one of those movies that's not super well known. I don't think like it's not one that super comes to mind when you're talking seasonal Halloween stuff. Um, it's a 1981 movie by Toby Hooper, and it's called The Fun House. Have you ever heard of The Fun House? I have not. Okay, so this is for me. This is the first scary movie I ever saw as a kid. Uh, I was at a sleepover, and my friend's dad rented this movie for us and the premise is basically this uh this girl goes on a double date with her friend and two guys and they go to this carnival that's in town and it's one of those traveling carnivals that kind of pops up and they're in town for like a couple weeks and then they keep they move on and so the year before this carnival had been in town and like two girls had like they found them dead like really close to the carnival and so there was all this speculation and so she tells her dad like hey we're gonna go to the carnival and he's like oh no don't do that like uh they found like two bodies of two girls or whatever and so she lies and says that she's going to the movies um and they go to this this carnival and they have a good time and then they see this fun house and they decide hey let's like let's spend the night in this fun house and so as soon as they go through it, it's like a terrible idea because they get fucking locked in um, to this to this like it's almost yeah, it's almost like one of those like weird house of mirrors. But it's like eclectic where there's like all these like spooky things that are like almost not alive, but they have like uh, dummies that move and like uh, stuff like levers are getting pulled. And yeah, it's just kind of creepy or whatever. And so they're in there. And then they realize they're locked in and they can't, they can't get out. And so they're like trying to figure out what to do. Meanwhile, there is like, uh, these carnies like, uh, that I guess they're like living like underneath the fun house or whatever. And one of 
the carnies is like almost almost like sloth from the goonies but imagine if like sloth went on a killing spree and that's that's what it would look like and he's like you don't see his face until this point and he's got like this frankenstein mask and shit and he kills somebody and they witness it they're like trying to figure out what to do and then all of a sudden like one of them drops something on accident and it falls like down into where they just like just killed somebody and they're like who's here like so, then they know like somebody else is locked in this fucking fun house and so they like they set this like creature guy like loose out into the fun house to try and like kill them and dude it, it still is like creepy as hell uh, this sounds amazing, and I can't wait to go figure out how the hell I'm gonna watch it, dude. Please, please, please go see this movie. Uh, it it's it's by the director of um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Invaders from Mars, Mr. So. Toby Hooper, and he's like, I mean, he's like one of the the top horror directors I think of all time, and it's a very very good like seasonal watch. Like I feel like the the carnival aspect of it made it feel almost like it's late summer into fall, like leaves are changing, you know, and this like traveling carnival's coming to town. And the creature dude is so freaking like scary and gross looking. Um, yeah. Anyway, that, that, so, so for me, it was, it's a nostalgic pick because it's one of the first like scary movies I ever saw. And to this day, like if I talk to any of the like friends that I grew up with, there was this line where they like walk up to this guy and he goes, Jesus lady, you scared the shit out of me. And like, we still do that to this day. And I couldn't even remember where it came from. And I was like, Oh, it came from Funhouse. Awesome. So yeah, that's my, that's my number five, man. Okay. That sounds just, I gotta, I've got to find it. I was actually trying to Google it while we were talking to figure out where the hell I could watch this movie. Cause it sounds, it's, it's on YouTube. It's okay. On YouTube. Yeah. Um, got to check it out. So it's already written. It's on the list, my friend. It made the list. That The way you described it, I got goosebumps. I got the cold sweats. So it's on the list for sure. I feel like maybe I gave away too much. I don't know. No. Hopefully I didn't. It made me super interested. And I like that's what this is about. We're trying to get people interested in awesome movies. And that's what yeah. that was. Yeah. I uh, mean, maybe it is super well-known. And I just – I haven't known that. But um, So yeah. I'm going to hop into my number four. And this Do is it. the one that I think I'm going to get a little shit for. Because, I, I don't know. Who cares? But my number four is Candyman. Okay, nice. A, little, a fun little fl- film from 1992 um, about a, a student who learns about legend of the Candyman, which is like this Walmart guy that has like a hook. You have to say his name so many times. And then bees right. come and he kills you in your sleep. And, you know, there's a hook. And... The reason that this is one of the first movies we've talked about this before that I had the cutout for, like, remember the old yeah. school cutouts? Like it, life size. Right. right. It lived in my room. There was a mirror on the cutout. You're supposed to say Candyman three times in the mirror, and that's when the bees come. And so what's interesting about this and the reason this was, for me as a kid, was so horrifying and still to this day is because I grew up in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, and we have a similar thing called the Bell Witch, which is about comes from Robinson, Tennessee. And there's a cave in downtown um, Robinson that basically you're supposed to go in and say the bell witch three times and she'll appear and like all of this like crazy folklore. And it's something you did in high school. Like you go freak the shit out of yourself and you would do this. In high yeah, school. Yeah. 
And this reminded this movie reminded me so much of it. And I don't know. I just really liked it. And I mean, is it a great horror film? Is it like on everyone's radar? No, but it came out in 92. I had to cut out when I was in grade school. And yeah. I, I still to this day remember this movie. I've been looking for it. I can't find it. It was a lot of turmoil whether it should make the top five. But again, it's one of those movies for me. It is in my memory. It's ingrained in me. It's part of like my, yeah. my movie watching history. So it had yeah. to make my top five. And, and that's the fun part of the list, man, is, it, is the nostalgia attached to it. Yeah. So I struggled whether to put Friday the 13th as number four or Candyman. And Candyman won out because of its importance in my life. Sweet. And that's kind of how I did this list of importance and things in my life. So the Candyman. And if you haven't seen it, have you seen it? Uh, I actually have never seen Candyman, dude. I've never seen it. Go find it. Yeah. Go find it. I absolutely will. And uh, it's it's definitely a, a need to watch film. Dude, I'm I'm very down. I've heard of it a lot. I'm just I haven't seen it on tape yet. So yeah, I haven't uh, found it. I see it, my friend. I'm gonna grab it, dude. You grab it, you watch it, and you love it. (laughs) I will. I mean, it sounds like an awesome movie. All right, homie, where are you at? What's number four for you? Number four for me uh, is one we already kind of talked about a little bit. Halloween. Uh, Halloween. I put it in my top five. The first Halloween. Uh, Yeah, dude. It's it's classic. It's timeless. It really sets the mood for the season. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like we talked about it a lot before, but I, I love the score. Oh, you know? so good. It's so it's, good. It's it's one of the most iconic scores, I feel like, in movie history. Um, and it's early John Carpenter, and I fucking love John Carpenter, dude. Like, as a, as a writer, as a director, he's just, he's awesome, dude. Um, His music like is amazing. Early. The what? He, has a, he, he travels and does like a, a music event where he plays the music, a lot of his movies and he plays his like little weird, I don't want to call it. It's electronic music, but he also streams his movies in the background. Dude, that is insane. I love it. Yeah. Love it's it, super awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just, I love that. It's like the first in the anthology, you know? Oh yeah. Uh, for sure. Even, even like as you know, the later ones may not, People don't like them as much or whatever, but you know, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have even been made if you didn't have the first Halloween. Um, And I feel like it is like the, the old, you know, the old like media copy, man. I want it so bad. And I feel like it's an essential for like every tape collector out there, you know, definitely. I sadly, I don't have right now, but I I'm looking for it, you know, for sure. I, I I want it really bad. I've got an orange shell. I'm I'm just going to swap it out the minute I get it, but I've, I haven't found it. Yeah, brother. All right. Well, what about number three, man? We're getting top three now. Top three. These are movies that I watch every year. They are half to seize. It's not Halloween, October without them. My number three is Ernest Scared Stupid. Hell yeah. Nice. I mean, I still see the little wooden dolls, Ernest knocking. She said to knock three times and say these words. And he does that. Ernest boy. (laughs) And I, I remember like, the snot of the troll, the awesome treehouse, like yeah, God, it's just so good. Ernest, there, there's Ernest movies for almost every occasion that you need to watch, and this is definitely one of them. And a mother's love and milk, oh my God, so good, yeah, dude, just so fucking good. It's, I think it's the best, easily the best Ernest movie. Um, yeah, oh, I, it's just so, so good. Say about Ernest, it's just, it's so great. It's so great. Ernest P. World as a Tennessee boy. He's he's just ingrained in us as we grew up and yeah, 
But I don't have this one on tape yet. I want it so bad. I have it on DVD. I know I said DVD. Please don't hit it, hit us with hate mail. <laughs> but it's what I got. So I mean, I said I'd watch shit off YouTube. So yeah. So number three is Ernest Scared Stupid. All right, bro. What's yours? It, What's yours? I love it. Uh, I did for number three. I did a 1987 classic. This is this is one I've actually I only watched it for the first time maybe two or three years ago, and I'm really sad that it wasn't part of my childhood Halloween like tradition. Um, it actually has a very similar feel to Ernest Scared Stupid, and it showcases, you know, vampires. Uh, it's even got like the creature from the Black Lagoon in there. You know, it's got the werewolf. It's got it's got everybody in there. And this movie is Monster Squad. Love me some Monster Squad, my friend. So it's on a, a Vestron release, and it's uh, almost, uh, I guess you could call it like a Goonies-type movie, where you got a group of kids that uh, are basically out trying to, like, stop these monsters from, like, destroying the world. Um, and it's great, dude. It's funny. Um, I think, yeah, I, I just what I love about it is having – the 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 mix of all the monsters like together because normally you only get one you know like, right Ernest you got you got him fighting a troll with this it's like man you just no matter what your favorite like Monster Squad deal is like you've got all of them in there you know um, that's a great one have you ever seen that uh, I have not it's another one of those it's on the list yeah and I'm I'm hoping to find it but I haven't yet. And so yeah, I'm gonna a, I'm gonna Google it for sure. From what I hear, man, it's pretty it's pretty tough to find on tape, um, just because all the collectors have kind of snapped them up. But yeah, it's great, man. It's it's really good. I would I would say watch it watch it this Halloween season. Oh, I'm definitely gonna watch it. I, this is one that I've wanted to find. I've even gone as far as looked on eBay, and yeah. I just I just can't pay that that those eBay prices. I just can't do it. Yeah, I mean it's like 40, 50 bucks, I think, for some. Yeah, copy. it's. I've seen cut boxes go for like thirty. So I, I one day hope to find it. I assume they're all in Omaha, so I don't know. Yeah, well, <laughs> if they are, I haven't found them. I don't know. <laughs> all right, homie. So again, my number two. It is a must watch. Like I don't know. I've been doing this for since I was a kid. Every Halloween, I watch this movie. I got my wife yeah. watching it every year. And that is the great pumpkin Charlie Brown. Okay, uh, I just have to. It again. I know I'm going to get shit for putting it as my number two, but this is I, again. I I arrange these as most important in the season for me, and it's not Halloween without watching Linus sleep in a pumpkin patch, looking for the great pumpkin. Well, man, I mean, if it gets you in the mood for Halloween, then you got to do it. And I found it in a clamshell, an orange clamshell, and I found it, and then. You know, a Christmas Charlie Brown. Like I've got those together, so it's yeah. it's just a much have. So I was excited. Yeah. So it made the number two list. Yeah, dude. What I love about your list is you have completely like leaned into the nostalgia of it. You know, I love that, dude. I love that. You know, you've really you've, you've thought back to being a kid and stuff, and like those are the ones that you've really like valued. You know, for sure. Yeah. And again, this list could change. It's a lists are. An, you know, an ever-growing, ever-changing thing. But for right now, these movies are – I thought about what is Halloween and horror to me, and that's what these movies are. Cool. And so now I got to see your number two, which is probably going to be some awesome, like, 
hard to find thing I haven't seen. You, ah, you might have seen it. Um, it's a nineteen eighty two movie. I love it because it's a Stephen King screenplay and a George A. Romero uh, directed movie, and it's Creepshow. You ever seen Creepshow? Fucking fuck, I have it. <laughs> Dude, Creepshow is awesome. Um, it is like. It's almost like split up stories where I think I'm trying to remember how many there are. There's like three or three, four or five like stories that are each like uh, like anywhere from 15 to like probably 35, 40 minutes. And it almost feels like you're like watching a old like 50s horror comic book come to life like in front of you. Uh, and it's dude, it's it's amazing. Some of the like special effects work. There's this like monster that's like underneath the stairs, dude. I love it. It's it's awesome. It almost looks like the the troll from Ernest Scared Stupid. Um, no, but it's it's great, dude. I know the box. I've seen the box. It, it I it's not on my list. I'm gonna put it on my list now. But yeah, I've never seen it. I've got yeah. I've got. There's so much to watch. I, my watch list just went to infinity right now. Yeah, it's it's for me. It's one of those. It's not it's not October unless I'm watching Creepshow. Um, it really sets the mood for like the whole season. It's got that really like funky um, soundtrack too, where it's just really creepy. And the intro and the outro are awesome. They're just so so great. Uh, as soon as like it starts up, you're just like you're hooked with Creepshow. Well, that's why I love making lists and like sharing lists with other people because I'm listening and I'm hearing things that I've never seen. Or I really put a lot of thought into, right. and now I am. I'm writing all this down. I'm gonna have like uh, this is gonna be. This is gonna be. I got. I've got a lot to watch, my friend. I feel you, man. I feel. I feel like I got. I mean, I, I'm still like. There's tons of Halloween and horror stuff that I haven't seen that I'm diving into as well. Um, I am really actually looking for, and I I rarely say this, but I am looking for a clamshell copy of Creepshow. You know the old Warner Brother clamshells. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to find an old Warner Brothers clamshell of Creepshow. Normally, I'm a big slip guy. Yeah, because I was about to say, you're not a clamshell guy. I'm not. I've never been a clamshell guy. I kind of like everything fitting next to, you know, the tape next to it and looking like it kind of matches almost. So, so um, what's that's the... one I'm kind of venturing out there trying to find a clamshell. All right, my friend. The time has come. Here we go. Drum roll. Number one, baby. Now, I have seen this movie thousands of times. It became really a staple in our family when I married my wife. It is not Halloween to us without watching this movie at least twice. Okay. Waiting for the trick-or-treaters or whatever. And that movie is in 1993. And that movie is Hocus Pocus. Massachusetts. Witches! Yes? Thought they got rid of the Sanderson sisters for good. Uh, we shall be back! 300 years later, it's Halloween Eve, and they're back. Uh-oh. We're home! Are you boys a little old to be trick-or-treating? Talking about three ancient hags versus the 20th century. How bad can it be? Now they're digging up old friends. <laughs> and running amok. Amok, amok, amok. 
one thing they miss most. Who stayed for supper? I'm not hungry. But we are. <laughs> Only one boy has the power to stop them. Prepare to die again. You have no power to hear you. <laughs> Before all Salem falls under their spell. I tell you. Presents Ben Midler. Oh, hello. Sarah Jessica Parker. Would thou dance with me? And Kathy Najimi. Hocus Pocus. Into the night! They love to plot. And it shows. Good night. Sleep tight. No screaming. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude. Awesome. I, dude, I forgot to put that on here. Nice. Hocus Pocus is very important. The Sanderson sisters. I mean, one day I hope to venture to the house that was in this movie. Yeah. Oh, God. It is just so good. I mean, it just embodies your childhood. It makes you super stoked for this season. Um, yeah. it, it is just magic. Pure magic. Sisters! And the sing <laughs> and the book. Oh, my God. God, it's just good, man. It makes yeah, me happy, and I awesome. love this stupid movie. And when I started hunting for tapes, I think it was like the third or fourth tape I ever found. Dude, that's great. That's really great. Have you heard anything about a sequel? I feel like every few years I, I hear rumors. I have heard rumors. I don't even pay attention to it, because if it ruins this movie, I will, I will murder people's yeah. faces. I feel you, man. I'm like, I feel the same way about Bill and Ted 3. They've confirmed Bill and Ted 3, but I'm like... <laughs> I don't know if it's going to, like, go too far. I don't know. I hope it doesn't fuck those up. If it does... Bogus Journey is just far enough, in my opinion. Agreed totally on that. Yeah. All right, dude. I'm waiting with with bated breath. Anticipation of (laughs) your number one. My number one, friend, is a movie we already talked about. Ernest Scared Stupid. From Touchstone Pictures, monstrous trolls have sprung to life. Got your hope here from Gabler. And now, Ernest B. Worrell is springing into action. He'll try anything. I know Tai Chi Kung Fu Jamaican. And everything. With your shoes untied. To save the day. It's showtime. Yeah. It's Ernest P. Worrell in a brand new movie. Ernest Scared Stupid. How about a bumper sandwich, booger lips? Yes. I love it. For me, it's this way that you are with Hocus Pocus. I have to watch Ernest Scared Stupid at least two, possibly three times uh, in the Halloween season. As a kid, I wasn't really allowed to watch a lot of scary stuff. Right. And so this is one of those that my parents were okay with, you know. I mean, it's Jim Varney being goofy. Like, you know, it's not really too big of a concern. So I would I would rewatch this so much. Like, to the point where I'm pretty sure I wore down the actual, like, VHS tape because I would watch it so many times. Um, my favorite Jim Varney movie, um, yeah, it's just, it's just great. I love this, the makeup. Like, the troll's actually pretty scary looking, you know, yeah. for a kid's movie. It was a pretty dark kid's movie, which made it great. Yeah, it's great. Uh, and this, I think this is one that we should also, I think we should review sometime this month definitely that is definitely uh i think on the list for sure and that's why we wanted to do the top 10 
before we went into the movies we wanted to talk about this month. Hell yeah. So, yeah, dude, this has been an eye opener for sure with movies that I need to see. Um, yeah. And it merely made me think about a list, which I really enjoyed. What, what about some honorable mentions, man? You got a few honorable mentions in there. So an honorable mention it's, I was torn. Uh, now I know in the title, there's another, another holiday, but nightmare before Christmas. Dude, that's, I, yeah, I, I struggled with that one too. Again, the, the music, Halloween Town, Oogie Boogie, like, again, that yeah. movie is very important to me. It is it is a definite watch in a Christmas um, movie, and that, that will make a top ten during Christmas, and it'll definitely, yeah. Oh, yeah. spoiler yeah. alert, it'll be on there. Um, yeah. That was one. Um, other ones I was try- I was messing around with is, like, Child's Play, um, right. Hellraiser, movies from my childhood, but they weren't as important yeah to um i child play definitely just barely didn't make it on the list because yeah. watching that movie scared the shit out of me because when i was a kid we had my buddy my dude buddy, i was just gonna say that my I had a buddy. buddy doll too oh yeah and i watched his movie that got rid of that son bitch gone yeah dude i was like nope no mo yep and i think my parents actually saw it and made me get rid of that because they were worried <laughs> that, i don't know dude they were like uh satanic cult baby dolls let's get rid of those yeah, so that toy is fucking creepy. Need to get rid of it. So, what were some of your honorable mentions? Oh, okay. So I had I had four. Um, the Frighteners, which we talked about earlier, that was that was in my honorable mentions. Okay, love love Peter Jackson. He's just such a good director. He gets comedy as much as he gets horror. Um, another one I had Lost Boys, which is an amazing movie. I'm kind of sad I left it off, but. I, f- I don't know. Vampires, I feel like, are my least favorite when it comes to, like, Halloween monsters. Yeah, for sure. So, um, but that's a great movie, man. Kiefer Sutherland and Alex Winter. And it's, it's just great. Um, and then I also wanted to have, like, a newer movie, possibly two. But when it came down to it and I actually made the list, I was like, these just, they don't, they don't hold the weight for me. Not yet, at least. Yeah. Um, so the new It movie, I had that originally on there. And okay. then I was like, you know, there's just uh, – there's too much nostalgia attached to a lot of these early ones that I ended up leaving it off. But one of my favorite newer horror movies for sure is It. And I can't wait to see It Part 2. Very excited. I know. It's going to be good. And I think I'm going to watch both of them this Halloween yeah. season because I read the book It. And I watched the movie back in the day and not, I mean, movies, you know, they freak you out a little bit, but like that one, like literally fucked me up pretty good. Right. Like in reading the book, like I don't ever get nightmares from books I've read. I literally like that book fucked me up. Yeah. I mean, it, dude, it's, it's, yeah. He is a king when it comes to writing and my God, that was horrifying. It's heavy stuff. It's heavy stuff. Um, the last one that I didn't put on the list, um, just because I didn't feel like it was a very seasonal pick. Probably one of the greatest movies ever made, um, both in writing, directing, cinematography, the fucking makeup and special effects of this movie are just, I don't think it'll ever be done again. Uh, and that movie is the thing. And so they, they actually, they play it every Halloween at the, the Alamo Draft House in Omaha. And I really want to make it part of a, a Halloween tradition to go and watch it. And so they'll still screen it. And then like 
everybody gets dressed up and it's almost like a movie party and it's pretty it's pretty dope they deck out the theater and stuff and like so that's awesome Halloween, that's where i'll be that's killer yeah so this has been an amazing episode i am super stoked that we made lists because you know me i love to make lists and i was i mean i probably have got what, five six movies i've got to go watch now and this this is making me going to make lists for other seasons too now god the list thing never ends for me <laughs> but that's great dude oh it is and i loved it because we you brought up some movies i hadn't heard of i kind of you know brought up some movies that re- revamped those movies for you and yeah, man. i think this was a great episode i think it was i feel like uh and now i'm excited to go and watch all these too you know like yeah. i feel like i they feel fresh right now and i'm very excited to watch them definitely yeah And as always, guys, we are the guys behind the counter. If you have any questions, please feel free to ask. We are happy to help. Yep. And uh, remember, folks, uh, hunt hard and rewind often.